Welcome to Porch Talk. This is the true story of three strangers picked to work at a camp together and have their lives monitored. Find out how these people stop being polite and start getting real on Eric. This is Miss Paige Lee. Ezra, easy tell him. Papito, Mansfield's finest, the DMV's best. How was it? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was trying to find something to rhyme with stick, but I couldn't, so I let it go. Mm, That was a little light. Yeah. Mm. So we're back. Paige is currently on the road, driving back from Tennessee. I think she just passed Louisville, uh, the hometown, (laughs) the city, the Ville. The Ville. The Ville. The real is back. The Ville is back. I don't know. Anyway, Paige, what's going on? I'm going to be honest. A lot's been going on today, you know? Why were you in Tennessee at first base? Well, okay. So the reason I was in Tennessee, so for the listeners at home, mm-hmm. my birthday is this week. And yeah. I, woo, big, the big 2-5. Oh. Oh, this shit. That was yeah, a strong no, bite. I really am. Oh, no. And um, I'm going to a Backstreet Boys concert for my birthday in Louisville. The Ville. The Ville. The Ville. And I really wanted this pair of pants that I saw on Instagram. So there's this little shop in Delico, Tennessee, which is close to my college town. Louisville. So I went to... I went to uh, pick up my friend that lives in my college town so she could go with me. Mm-hmm. And sorry, I'm backing up the car while I'm trying to also talk. Whipping. Oh, anyway. So um, we went to this little boutique in Jellico, Tennessee, and I got these bell bottom cheetah print pants. Oh, So I could wear terrible. them. <laughs> Rude. Um, I went and got these pants so I could wear them to that concert on Friday. And then we came back, and I was taking my friend back to her house. And we pulled onto her road, and there were cops just, like, lined up outside her house. And we're trying to figure out why there were so many cops. So we pulled up to one, and she's like, hey, is it safe to, like, be here right now? Blah, blah, And he's like, no, not really. And we were like, okay. So then we get back on the road. And we've been, like, trying to find somebody for her to stay with. And luckily, her friend was home. And I'm pretty sure it was a shooting next to her house. So. Oh, not good. Yeah, so. Life, that's where we're at currently. You know how it'd be. Yeah. The real question is, why are you going to a Backstreet Boys concert for your birthday? One, because I loved them when I was in, like, kindergarten. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... I'm a 90s baby. You gotta like respect boy bands, you know? But like, and, isn't NSYNC better technically? Oh, that's debatable. I, I mean, don't know. Got, I honestly like both. I mean, they're both good, but I always feel like NSYNC just had the bops. They had more. They had more timeless jams, mm-hmm. I wanna say. Like, you know, Bye Bye Bye, classic. Yeah. But then you have it, you know, I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys, also classic. But then NSYNC had way more people to pop off individually, a.k.a. just Timberlake. The Backstreet Boys never really split up and did their own thing. I think, like, Nick Carter had his own album, maybe, but it wasn't good. Shout out that boy Aaron, though. Mm. Ooh, Aaron the Crackhead? Whoa. And he came to my high school prom, so be cool with that shit. He came to your high school prom? He did. Did you, like, oh. dap him up? <laughs> no, he was on my... He was on, actually, the like, one of the girls we were super cool with. He was her prom day. Really? Ooh. Yeah, she hit his line, like, every day for, like, three months to get him to come. Did he perform? He did not perform. He did not take her to dinner, and he left early. That's wow. a better move. What an asshole. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, he, he's got uh, a little clout. He's what? He's a, like a legit crackhead. Mm, Have you seen I mean, him lately? So was Justin Bieber. He came out and said he was a he was a drug addict. So. All oh pop, yeah, he did, didn't he? All teen pop stars are crackheads. 
Yeah, you can't get Honestly, that much fame that young and be normal. Stars besides like, what's a Disney star that didn't go rogue? Mm. Corey from That's So Raven. He seems nah. He went to jail and all that, or like rehab. Who? Corey from. Did he? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's So Raven. That's So Raven. Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. What about... Uh, what about Zach and Cody? Oh, yeah. They're chill. They went to college mm-hmm. afterwards. They yeah, because isn't one of them on Riverdale? Uh, they quit acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cole is. He's Jughead oh, on Riverdale. And he's back? Yeah, I couldn't hear y'all. He good as... Me. Um. Yeah, I mean, but that also they didn't have like crazy success. Success, oh. like pop stars, like whole different compared to like a Disney star, you know? Yeah, like they go on the road and shit and tour. Yeah, like Miley Cyrus, a different bit. I said it would be different Who for like did? rock stars or like teen singers because they go on the road and tour and shit. Yeah, you live like a completely different life. Yeah, like Miley Cyrus. And Demi are a bit different yeah. than the like the Sprouse twins. Do you all remember back in the day when the Sprouse twins had that sweepstakes with that mm, animal yogurt? That sounds yogurt? vaguely familiar. Did does anybody ever Did remember win? actually winning that sweepstakes? Like, was that ever announced or was it? No, but I kept buying the animals yogurt. Um, I just feel like so I could win. You, like, it's not like you can keep up with that as a kid. Like, I'm sure there was, like, a website or something yeah. that you could look that up. But it's, like, not, like, how you are now, where if you enter something, like, you can check the Instagram page to, like, see or, they'll like, tag you kind of thing. Probably could have checked true. MySpace, because that was popping. Oh, MySpace. I, w- Neither was I wasn't I, allowed I to have MySpace. <laughs> Now, that was back in the time where my parents checked my cell phone every day, and I wasn't allowed mm-hmm. to be on the computer without supervision. See, I feel like when you parent that hard, so. like, once your kid gets freedom, they usually, like, just go too hard because you, like, shelter them and, like, monitor them so much. That does happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I went too hard in the paint, but I definitely, like, when I got to college. See, like, what do you consider your rebelling? Dying her hair black. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that was part of it, because I was yeah. never allowed to dye my hair. And I went straight to black. Then I got my nose pierced. Then I started getting tattoos mm. and hiding them. Mm. Then I started drinking. I was smoking a lot of weed I in feel college. like that's almost, like, pretty normal, though. <laughs> Well, yeah, but for, like, a Bible Belt nah, Christian you really wanted kid, to fuck like, with your parents, you would just had a date a black uh, guy. I would have had them freaking out. Mm-mm. Really? They wouldn't care about that, though. Mm. I think my dad would Smart prefer man. that. I saw some white girls just get back at their parents, <laughs> like, I'm just going to date a black guy now. I've been a couple white girls black guy here and there. Yeah, my parents... Does that ever feel weird? Yeah, is, is that a... Has everybody oh, absolutely. straight uh, up told you that? Not really. So I'm not going to date these girls. I'm just trying to get in that box. So, like, did you win or did I win? Oh. But did you have to, like, ever meet their parents or anything? Oh, there was one girl in high school I did. But here's the thing, bro. I'm telling you, parents love me, but the parents who don't love me, it doesn't really phase me because it's like, damn, you're not going to do nothing crazy because I could beat his ass. And if I can't, all of my older brothers can't. <laughs> <laughs> You just come with a squad over the house. Wow. I'm putting right. gas in my car. Hold on. <laughs> I feel like I would feel some type of way if I was someone's like, you're just like fucking with me to get back at your parents. But you still do it. Mm, I mean, if like the person was hot enough, probably. I'm not in it. <laughs> what are you in it for? Are you just... 
Yeah, we've seen oh. some of the girls you date. We know Damn. you're not in for the I wish that was blood. true. I got a list of baddies that can rival <laughs> any baddies any of y'all ever brought to the table. I would love to see this list when we get off the podcast. Because you've had some questionable ones. Me too. Probably more questionable than not in the past couple of years. I'm not even close with you. Shout out to all the baddies who have been bad. Are the, most of the baddies from Mansfield does? I've had a couple bad zones at Mansfield. Um, hmm. I would say most of my bad zones were... I just say, I pulled a bad zone or two or three from the benches area. Pulled a mm. lot of bad zones at home. Man, it's been good to me, though. Yeah. I mean, has it been treating you good lately, as? Has Mansfield treated me good lately? Yeah. I mean, I got a little ride or die situation. Can't complain. Mm. That's nice. You know, we really haven't done any relationship updates in a while. Mm. Might have to slide one in right now, as if you want to give us a little insight into what's going on in your life. Um, I got a little, I got a little fillet from around the way. Fillet from around the way. I now, like I'm that. trying to marry. I'm trying to marry, and hopefully oh. she's trying to get married because she's oh. a baby. Trying to marry? Yep. Damn. That's even more. Ooh. Does she listen to the cast? Who knows? Hey, she's not a real one if she doesn't listen to the podcast. I'll relay that message. Anna listens, Anna listens to everyone. I'm like, I don't know how you do, but you do it. Shout she's out to be, you. She's better than me. <laughs> yeah, God love her. It's weird. I, I, couldn't, I can't listen to the podcast. Like, I don't want to hear myself talk. I already know what we talked about. I was talking to someone about it. I can listen to one like, yeah, from like eight, nine weeks ago where I don't really remember it. But I yeah. can't listen to like last week's. That makes sense. I was uh, I started putting them yeah. up on YouTube. It's like so it's a little bit of a process. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to the old ones and like, damn, yo, this is a kind of a fire conversation. We were, I was like, yo, we were, we are, we're really doing <laughs> something over here. I don't know. I get, I get, I've had a couple DMs within the past probably couple weeks, and people like listen to our podcast when they're traveling or. Like when they're on a flight, mm. they'll download it and stuff. Bro, they seem to like. We, them. I'm, like, I'm not gonna like say them, like so. we're doing the damn thing, but like some people might say like <laughs> we're the like last real podcast out there. That's what I've heard. Like we're the only ones like Maybe really doing real. the damn thing. Damn. Like that's what I heard. Like we're just the, the uh, last real podcast. Love to hear it. But I mean, I guess we'll let the people decide. Um, Paige, do you have any relationship updates? Oh, absolutely not. Listen, Nothing if you're single, <laughs> trying to date Paige Lee, just slide into our DMs and let us know, and I'll pass the uh, message along. I, yeah, I've been just not sleeping here recently, and I got so bored one night that Yo, I downloaded Hinge. Tell us about it, please, because I still don't know what Hinge is. Just to give her a test run. It's literally really? the exact same thing as Bumble. Yeah. Like, I don't... There's literally no That's difference. That's uh, One of my best friends from elementary school met her uh, boyfriend, current boyfriend on it, and they've been together for like a year and a half, and they're happy as clams. So I was like, well, I got nothing to lose. I feel like you best friends from middle school do you, from elementary school do you currently have? Well, she was, like, my ride or die. Like, we did everything together, mm-hmm. constantly at each other's houses. We'd been, like, weeks together, mm-hmm. and our parents didn't, like, blink an eye. Like, so day one, that, kindergarten. How home. many other friends do you still have from elementary school? Um, mm, okay. That's wild. Four? I don't have any. I got two still, two of my boys. I mean, I'm not saying I talk to them all regularly, because they kind of all live all over the country. But if I hit them up, oh, we, we talk would weekly. talk catch up. Probably go to the bar once a once a week and when I'm at home, fish at least once a week. Bro, I saw um, uh, no. fucking Eli had his kid. He did, cute baby. God damn, he's a father. You're an uncle. An Godfather. Uncle? Godfather. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. You know that you you know what that means, right? Nice. What? 
that kid's going to get passed on to you within like two weeks. And I was going to listen. I need you to watch this while I go out real quick. He's <laughs> not coming back. No, I'm going to be too busy fucking on God, mom, somewhere. <laughs> Jesus. Taking this kid to every park trying to pick up the baddest baby. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to start taking this kid to a park and just using it for your, like, to your advantage. That's not beneath me. A baby is not like a you puppy. Said what? I said a baby is not like Girl a puppy. That's right, girls. And when they think I'm doing my single dad thing, they're gonna pull hard. That's what I was gonna say. Are you gonna pull like a single dad? Like, yeah, man. Like the wife left me by myself with the kid. She never came back. <laughs> no, I've already worked on my story. Uh huh. Wait, let me wash my hands. Mm-hmm. Got the Rito cover on. All right. So the story I'm using is my wife passed away in a car crash. Mm. I put the country on hold for two years to come back and raise my daughter. Yeah, you kind of cut out at that part. If you want to say it again real quick. Oh. Wife passed away in a car crash mm-hmm. while I was in the Army serving the Navy, serving uh-huh. the country. Yep. But I put the country on hold for a few years so I can come raise my daughter. Damn. It's gonna You're be a so real. It's gonna be a tear real, real American hero right there, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to get your story straight. Navy. Is it Army or you Navy? Really, SEAL Team Six. SEAL Team Six started in the Army Rangers, but they recruited me to the Navy, and I made the SEALs. No big deal. Damn. Is it gonna be like? Is it gonna be weird when your kid's like not there? Not where. Like when the girl comes over. I'm going to get a sitter for that. Damn. And by sitter, I mean send her back to her parents. <laughs> when are you going back to see? Uh, I said, I'm going back this weekend. Mm. Yeah, well, I'll still kind of oh, nice. nice out, take her downtown, hit a park, see who's out there. Smart man. <laughs> yeah. Ain't going to be she no can't do anything in a park. Well, you even have a like a safe vehicle to take that baby in. Do I have? Do I need a safe vehicle to? Listen, this baby gonna get it out the mud just like the rest of us did. God. My dad used to take my little brother hiking, like probably a month or so after he was born, and all he would take is a diaper and beef jerky. What? And a bottle. I can't lie, that almost makes yeah. me need to call CPS. I'm going to hold off because he's cool, <laughs> but I don't know. That's wild. Well, now he, now he loves beef jerky, and it helped him teeth or whatever. So When he was, like, first born, though, you didn't even have teeth. Oh, oh, maybe he was older than that. Either way, he couldn't talk. That's wild. Less than Speaking a year. Babies, I set the record in my family, just in case all you know. We want athlete right here, and we knew it was gonna happen because I set the record in my family. I was walking a little after nine months, and I was checking the other day to see what like the world record is. Most people like mm-hmm. if you got like a superior baby, they'll start walking around ten nine months, but some people don't start as late until like eighteen to twenty months, and like the average is anywhere oh, between ten and thirteen months. The record is six months. Like, that Damn. baby came out running. <laughs> Interesting, because normally their head's too big to balance that early. Six months? Hey. I feel like yeah. that's a good amount of time. Nah. It's usually, like, farther down, like, 11 or 12 is. Good boy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was hot. That's wild, Nine though. Saturday, I was walking around the house. Probably pointing mm. that bitches the fuck on on the TV. You ever think, like, what your life would be like if you knew, like, all the... <laughs> horrible things you know now as like a seven or eight year old so basically if you took the like all the knowledge and memories you had now and then you like went back into the past and were like seven i literally would not do anything different you wouldn't like so you if you took all the knowledge that you had from like now at like 24 years young and went back went back to when you were seven you wouldn't change oh my god i would change so much no I would not. I, I might go to a different college, but if I went to a different college, then I wouldn't know about Canadensis, then I wouldn't know you No, all. I mean, I here's the thing, though. Like, you yeah. have all that knowledge, so you could be like, damn, I'm going to go to Canadensis this year, 
and meet the squad. Oh, I see what you're saying. I wasn't talking like knowledge like that. I was just talking like if I knew the like vulgar and profane things that I do now back then, and if I understood, if I had a better <laughs> understanding of the concept of consequences, oh my god, I would have been unstoppable. If you would have told me mean? in second grade that I could tell my teacher that that ass was fat and all she could really do was write a note home to my mom, oh, I would have been acting up. I would have been patting her on the butt and everything. What was I going to do? Lose a little sticker on the sticker chart for the week and not get a piece of candy on Friday? Fuck that mean to me. I feel like if you were <laughs> slapping your teacher on the ass in second grade, you would get more than just a letter I don't think home. you would, bro. It's... I feel like you would get suspended after Bro, they don't suspend, point. like, any elementary kids unless you're literally a villain. You got to almost start to shoot the school up, and then maybe you get suspended in elementary school. But would you continue to do that throughout middle school and no, high school? No, in middle school and high school, still knowing what I know now, I could have been so deviant. In mi- I'm telling you right now, in middle school, I didn't get my – well, just on life, I didn't get my first C until 10th grade. So if I would have known now hmm. that middle school didn't actually mean shit, oh, there would have been D's, F's. I would have been skipping class, playing with the boys at home. Hell no. There's no way I would have cared so much. And none hmm. of that shit was relevant. I feel like I feel like it was all like irrelevant classes that you were then going to retake at high school anyway. Yeah, I mean, besides just like the foundation for like yeah. English, everything else is pretty much just like things. I mean, like, oh, no. I don't know. Even like, yeah, because math stuff that I would learn, like, once you got to high school, it would like, they would literally redo it. I'm like, I already know this. Why am I relearning? That and gym, bro. People would go all out in gym. They go to gym, they have fun, they get sweaty, this and that. If I would have known the only thing you could have done for me for not bringing my gym clothes and sitting there would have been to write a home to my mom and telling me that I skipped gym that day and there was no more consequences, I would have never done gym. Yeah, yeah, that was the worst being like sweaty after gym. We still don't go through like a whole Bro, day. Sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. I somehow got gym the very first period of the day. First off, I don't want to start my day doing that. Second off, no, nope. I then don't want to go through my whole day sweaty. And the gym teachers are always like, "Oh, you can shower afterwards." They get you like six minutes. Like they bring you inside like six minutes in. I'm like, how am I gonna shower in six minutes when there's eighty other niggas in here? Don't even think. I mean, I know our gym had showers, but, like, I don't think anybody ever actually used them. I didn't start using the showers until, like, eighth grade. Because that's when I was like, damn, this ain't it. Yeah, no, I don't think I ever used a shower. I don't think anybody ever used a shower. Once you think about it, it's kind of nasty that nobody was showering at the gym. That should almost be mandatory. Well, that's why prepubescent acne is so bad, and everybody has weird body odor. It's because make, it's you make them like get all sweaty and gross they have to sit there in their clothes all day and then you like wonder why the classroom smells so bad this makes sense yeah that was nasty i feel like today's day and age you can't even do that with kids because it would be too problematic what making them shower yeah you know someone would get all up in arms about it some social justice warrior you're probably not wrong there's gonna be niggas who are like gay or tranny and our parents are gonna be upset about their kids showering with that kid so it's probably, like, too much to tackle to make kids shower. That's probably why they leave it at yeah. your, like, own discretion. Or you would have to get, like... See, I can't even say, like, if you do, like... If you ever go to, like, a pool or something and they have, like, this uh, curtain and stuff. But even then, some kids will still fuck with Oh, the absolutely. Kid. The yeah. shower was the place to... It would be too up. much. It was the place to towel with people and shit like that. Our, t- our showers didn't have any fucking curtains or stalls either. It was just like the yeah, open. Like, like when I first got to like middle and high school, middle school, I was like, oh, that's kind of nasty. And then in eighth grade, I started using it. And then when I got to high school, it was the same way, but nobody gave a fuck. Because like honestly, those are all grown men who are trying to get a shower and get out. Because the niggas who are showering after practice, because I didn't shower after gym in high school, I just showered after practice. The niggas who are showering right after practice are usually trying to go do something that they need to be clean to do. So nobody's like trying to look at you or anything like that. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. 
I'd explain it to one of the freshmen who got pulled up my senior year. Because, like, that shit's nasty. I was like, bro, like, if you're thinking about it, I'm starting to question you. Because everybody else is going in there and shouting. <laughs> what was your worst, like, class in school in general? Like, that I did bad no, in or, like, that, that I hated? hated? I hated math. Because there was always, like, usually dick teachers. Mm. Um, my favorite classes were math because I was good at it, but they always had the worst teachers. Yeah. Um, my, I think it was my 11th grade calculus class. I wrote fuck Miss Williams, like one letter on the corner of each page for every other page on the notebook. I wrote fuck Miss Williams and I turned it in for a notebook check and I got suspended for three days. Mm. That's real soft to get suspended for like three days. I hated that bitch so bad. And I was... I was student council president at the time, and I got suspended, and they didn't take the position away from me, but the day I got suspended, I came full dressed as a doctor student character, because I was supposed to read to, like, the elementary classes, and then she was like, with a potty mouth like that, you probably shouldn't be reading to kids, and then, so, I don't know why, that was the most trouble I've I don't get any other class. Such such dicks. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, get my, I was trying to fix Wait, my what? volume. My bad. No, I was just saying. I don't get why teachers are such dicks. Like you signed up for this job. Um, probably the worst class. I I had a hating for gym. I've never liked the concept of gym, and I hated gym even more when I got to high school. But the worst class I ever had was fucking this marketing class my junior year. And I got ISS for that class for two days because this teacher was a dumb bitch, bro. I swear. So I had a doctor's appointment and I came late to school. So, but I drove myself to school at the time. So I came late to school. And I hit my mom. I was like, yo, I missed lunch, blah, blah, blah. Doctor's appointment ran late. You trying to bring me some food. So my mom brought me some McDonald's. And man, don't make trips out the house just for fun. So she hit me to let me go to food there. The fucking attendant, not the attendance lady. Yeah, the attendance lady downstairs fucking loved me, Miss Angsley. Shout out, Miss Angsley. And she was like, she called me down. She was like, y'all, your food's here, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get into the class, and this bitch was like, Ezra, don't open that food in here. And I was like, what? This was a Friday, and we had a game. She was like, don't open that food in here. And I was like, you want me to go outside and eat it? Because I was ready to go outside and eat it. She was like, no, you're going to wait till the end of the class. And I was like, what you mean? I'm going to wait till the end of the class. I was like, I just got this food. The food, hot. I'm not going to wait until the end of this 90-minute class. Oh, God. And she was like, well, if you eat it in here, I'm going to have to let everyone else eat in here. And I was like, that's between you and them. Like, this is me and my food. I don't give a fuck about what you let them do. And she told me not to eat it again. And then she went up and started to teach. And the moment she got up there, I proceeded to eat it. And she told me to put it away. And I was like, I'm not putting it away. And she's like, you're either going to put it away or you're going to get detention. And I was like, you're going to have to write that detention slip because I'm not going to put it away. She then fucking Jesus. wrote me up for ISS, called the little student cop up there to then walk me down to the mission. And bro was like, yo, like, what you even in trouble for? I said, for eating food that my mom brought. So then he had a talk with the fucking assistant principal who then had to talk to my mom. Van, a real one, when she... When Van on your side, she on your side. So she was like, nah, I don't understand why the fuck I brought my kid food because he's lunch and he got a game in three days. Like, the day was like an hour and a half away. And then the game was four hours later. So like, you got a game in three, four hours and y'all not going to let him eat? And the principal was like, well, it's just disordinate and disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, that stupid bitch of a teacher, the principal left it up to her. She was like, well, if you can go back and she can say that as a one-time incident, it's not a big deal, da-da-da, you're not going to have ISS. So I go talk to her. I'm like, yo, I was hungry. I know you understand what hungry is, bitch. Like, what's up? She still gave me ISS. And through that ISS, I was just suspended for a game, and that was the game that fucking Tech and Miami came up. And the nigga they coming to looking at is standing on the sideline suspended. Real bad, bad. Damn. Never got an offer from Tech. That's some shit. I would have. And honestly, that was literally a hundred percent because she just wanted to like throw her authority 
What the fuck does me eating my food have to do with you? Well, like, even if she thought it was disruptive for you to eat it in the classroom, she could have just been like, hey, step outside, finish it, and then come back in. And, like, that would have been it. Listen, that 90-minute-old McDonald's is not the same as fresh. It's, it's like, two different completely foods. Like, it's not even close. She was on Yeah, so much worse. I saw her, like, a year or so after. It wasn't even a year because I was playing ball in West Virginia. So I think I saw her on like Thanksgiving break or maybe like um, fall break or whatever. When I came back home, I just like bumped into her into the mall, and she's like, "Oh my god, how are you? I heard about damn you. Heard it didn't work out, but I heard you found another placement and you're doing good." And I was like, "Bitch, do not talk to me." Oh, I 100. Did you say it. that? But I was with a squad too, so she just probably doing something like the rudest person in the world. But fuck her, absolutely fuck. Did you? No, I'd have been like, fuck you, did, bitch. Did you actually have to go in, or could you just stay home for ISS? No, you have to go in. If you skip ISS, then it turns into, you get an additional one day of ISS total, so then the next days are at school, it's like three straight, and then you get OSS. What if, couldn't Van be like, I'm not going to let my kid go there for that? Nah, because then I would just have OSS. Which is worse. Honestly, people are like, oh, I don't want detention on my record or ISS or OSS. I was talking to someone who used to work at Missions for College for a long time. She was like, nobody gives a fuck about any of that. She was like, we're going to look at your grades. What'd you say? They don't. Yeah, she was like, we're going to look at your they grades and some of your extracurricular activities. She's like, I don't give a fuck if you were a problem in a classroom. I was like, got it. No, half the time in college, I would be in an actual college class for 15 minutes and then they let me leave because they didn't have the attention span either. So, it's pointless. They try to, like, strike the fear of God and to not get in trouble, but when in reality, just... I think those are, like, the worst teachers who try to, like, teach or control their classrooms by instilling some fear of what they can do to your educational career. I'm like, all right, bitch, cut it out. Like, you fucking teach 10th grade home ec. What can you control? Well, instilling, like, being of authority and trying to instill fear in any group of students, like, they're not going to listen to you, especially if you're a small, like, white old lady trying to teach me how to figure out the, you know, volume of a prism. Like, no one gives a fuck. Just chill out, teach me what I need to know, and then we'll go about our way. Like, you don't have to make it harder than it needs to be. No, teachers have some type of, like, complex. I just don't understand it. I could never be a teacher. Props to the ones that are. I would only want to do, like, high school. Yes! That's exactly what I said in elementary. Or, um, Ashley was like, there's no way I'd ever go above elementary. And I was like, high school would be the only one I could actually tolerate. Because you can level with them. Like, if they think you're cool, they're going to respect you. If not, then you're screwed. Yeah. Um. Just like the campus. Like, I could never do lower camp. Yeah, that's probably... But upper or senior camp is great. That's probably, like, the best thing to do if you want to be a teacher. Like, work at a summer camp for a couple of years in college and, like, kind of do, like, different uh, age ranges and see which ones you actually can actually, like, deal with and, like, what you can handle. 100%. I... I tell people to do it all the time. Just, like, go, you know learn stuff. After, like, dealing with a couple of years at camp, I'll meet people now who are like, oh, I want to be a first grade teacher, I want to be a second grade teacher, and I automatically know, like, that's not going to work for them. And I know the exact same thing for people like, oh, I want to teach 10th grade, I want to teach ninth grade. And it's like solely from being around people at camp for so long, you know who can and who can't work with little kids. And then you know, like, who should be with little kids. So when I see someone with, like, a weirdo mm-hmm. personality yeah. and they're, like, goofy and, like, kind of not, like, immature but, like, too playful, I'm like, yeah, good luck teaching high school, nigga. <laughs> yeah, the ones with too much energy that are, yeah. like, really quirky will always be better with younger kids. Yeah, because you'll try to do that with, like, older kids and they won't, like, really like it. And you'll keep trying to do it and you'll get burnt out because you'll be like, bro. I just can't get through to these yeah. kids. It's because you're not teaching the way that you I had a guy yeah. tell me that he knows he's going to be a good, he wants to teach a high school calc. He was like, I know I'm going to, not calc, high school history. He was like, I know I'm going to be a good high school teacher because I have so much personality and this and that. 
I'm like, man, I'm not going to lie to you. I ain't never met a kid 14 to 18 who give a fuck about their teacher's personality. Like, yeah. <laughs> be chill. Teach me what I need to. Don't give me too much homework every no, night. No. We'll be all right. The teachers I liked the most were the ones that were just like the realest with me about stuff. I can't yeah. even lie. I have one teacher who I still fuck with to this day. Hardest class I've ever took. Everybody was anybody took this class though at Riverman. Um, this nigga's actually running for mirror right now. I'm about to get that shit, we hope. So big ups to him. Not as friendly, hey. he's going to a, like an outside town, which is kind of not shit. Anyway, um, I fuck with him so much because this nigga was he was a white guy, but he was like the most straightforward person I've ever met in my life. We were gonna have a lot of work, which was like expected. It was an AP class. But he was also going to fuck with you, and he would, like, call you out on shit that you should have done. So, like, you didn't do the mm. reading, he'd be like, damn, so you don't give a fuck about my class. Got it. And then you still get a zero <laughs> for that reading. <laughs> damn. Good guy, though. Best teacher I ever had, his name was Mr. Baldwin. He's my sophomore history class. He had, like, a half-sleeve tattoo, and he was bald and, like, muscular. And he just did not put up with anybody's shit. And if you were, like, talking in his class, he would just, like, stay silent until you shut up. It just made it super awkward. And he's like, all right, are you going to shut up now? All right, cool. <laughs> he was just, like, he was low-key an asshole, but everybody loved him because he was an asshole. Did you have black yeah. teachers down in Kentucky? Did I have black teachers? Um... I'm going to say no. Yeah, I was like, answered yet. Did we, did we lose her? Oh, God. Dude, this thing has been messing up all day. Um, I'll just fill in for the time being, I guess. No. Um, I Definitely the realest teacher I ever had in high school were both black. There was one Miss lady, Miss Penny. She did, like, history. And uh, she was just, like, real. She she was, like, doing her master's the whole time. And I was like, bro, I don't know how you're doing your master's at night while doing this. I'm back. Got it. And then I had a... Uh, it was like an English teacher my senior year, uh, Miss Smith. Shout out to her. She's a real one. Um, she was just like so real about it. I remember we were doing a group project and like the people in my group didn't do it. And I was like, whatever, I'll knock out this PowerPoint for this reading. And we we're doing it. I started going through it and she was like, Eric, stop talking. And like she literally called them all out and was like, tell me what's on this next slide that's coming up. And they were like, uh, uh, uh. it was the funniest fucking thing I've seen in my life. <laughs> Did you all hear when I said I had no black teachers in Kentucky? That's what I had I said I assumed. Oh, okay. I went through a dead spot. I'm in, like, Rock Castle County, Kentucky, which is in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. So it cut out. Um, gosh. I didn't have a black teacher until I got to 12th grade. And it was my AP stats teacher. Her daughter got into Harvard and just finished up her master's, by the way. And she was, like, the most proud lady ever. And at the time, I was like, all right, cool. We get it. We get it. We get it. And then, like, as the, like, year went on, I was like, damn, that's actually kind of crazy. But yeah. I remember in kindergarten, my mom, not kindergarten, it was, like, second or third grade, my mom went to my teacher conference. And, like, I guess just from, like, the stories I told as a kindergartner, well, my, not a kindergartner, a second grader, or, like, my interaction with my teacher, she assumed this was a black lady. So she got in there, and then she was talking and whatnot. And the only thing I remember was, like, mid-parent-teacher conference, she was like, I'm going to stop you right there. I thought you were black the whole time, just from what Ez has been telling me. But it seems like you're not. Also, do y'all employ black teachers here? And I was like, damn. <laughs> Yo, Vance. Van. <laughs> That's funny. I take it back. I had one black teacher she was a student teacher and her name was miss tia and she had like really long braids and she was dope as shit mm. i forgot about her but she, she i had a bad student teacher when i was in like third grade and we used to try to get her number and shit and i just remember like now looking back at it what the fuck was i gonna do in third grade with her ass her fine ass <laughs> bro you've been on your game since second third grade I mean, you obviously get it from Van, because Van's obviously real up front. So now I understand <laughs> the way you are as. Um, Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Paige, do you want to touch on your body hair uh, obsession? Oh, yeah. 
that was a terrible segue, by the way. Listen, we we were. I'm just trying to reel it in. Saying, I've just noticed that when I find someone attractive, or I'm like like evaluating if I find them attractive, body hair really freaks me out. Like not all body hair, but if it's just like a lot of body hair, like arms, legs, backs. Oh my god, no. Like, some is natural, yeah, I get it. Like, that's, you know, whatever. I'm talking about, like, like lots So, like, of excessive body hair? Kind of Yeah. Like, my friend sent me a picture of this guy that she saw on Instagram, and she's like, oh, my God, he's so hot. And all I could, like, look at was the amount of hair on his arms. Mm. Like, I couldn't get past it. That's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know like, why, but I've just noticed that for like the last couple of years. Hmm. I don't know. Like, does body hair bother you all on the opposite sex? Like, do you care if your girl's legs are shaved uh, or whatever? I mean, I'd prefer if they were shaved. Like, I don't want a girl to have as much like hair as I I do. Like, that'd be weird. And like, what do you think about like this whole girls don't need to shave their armpit? That's also weird. Not I wouldn't want to like. Listen, just because the world's being yeah, progressive just, doesn't mean I have to always be progressive. Amen. And my preferences. See, that's how I feel about the... Yeah, that's how I feel about, like, the oh. free the nipple movement. Like, it's cool that you don't want to wear a bra, but, like, I just don't want to see your boobs, yeah, and I don't you want you to boobs. see my boobs. But, like, it's your thing. Yeah, I know, but there's still, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... I don't know. I feel like some things you could just keep to yourself. Like, I, I enjoy the free the nipple managers. Huh? Mm-hmm. I, said, I enjoy the free the nipple movement because first off, it's a little hot sometimes, but I think more people get more pressed about it than actually they should because nobody really is getting like aroused over a nip and most people don't really notice it. Mm. Yeah, that's true. My, uh, my manager was kind of going off of what you said, Paige. He was going off. He was like, you know, I don't understand why these girls are wearing tights when they're, like, pretty big. Like, because they have, like, these high-waisted tights and they're showing their stomach. And he's like, listen, I don't want to see your stomach. I'm all for body positivity. He was like, but I used to be fat. And I wasn't out here showing everything wearing tight clothes. I was wearing big clothes. So you should keep the same energy. I'm like, all right, man. I see you. Yeah, like, I just don't. And then there's, like, body positivity. Yeah, you should love yourself. But also, like... Being obese and overweight to the point that it's, like, a health issue, like, you might want to do something about that. Like, that 600-pound woman that's trying to be a model or whatever, like, it's great that you love yourself, but also eating 3,000 calories today, like, a day and not walking is literally going yeah, to kill you. Listen about anything when it comes so to I people loving themselves and their bodies. Because the people who, like, chain smoke packs of cigarettes a day, they clearly hate their bodies and are killing themselves too, and alcohol abusers and all. so that just gets into so much. I just feel like me personally, I'm a very push the boundary type of guy. Anyway, if y'all are comfortable doing it, do it because that's how I would act. If I'm comfortable with it, I'm gonna do it. Fuck everybody else. I guess it's more. I guess it'd be more. I'm trying to think. What is it? Like you don't. People can do whatever they want, but you don't want the general public thinking that unhealthy things should be the norm. Yeah, but we already think unhealthy things should be the norm. Not just, like, healthy, like, food-wise. But I feel like as a generation, we think, like, glued to our phones is the norm. And that is just so terribly unhealthy for our minds and just education and all. I know niggas who get 100% of their news from Twitter. Like, we can't think that's, that's healthy wild. living. No, but I think people are trying Ugh. to change that. Well, I think that's the, whole po- that's the whole point of the body positivity thing. We think it's normal that all guys and everybody wants to look like a Victoria's Secret model. And then there's, like, high suicide rates and depression and, like, all this shit because all these people that are larger than that are, like, depressed that they don't look like, you know, Gigi Hadid. Yeah. So the whole body positivity thing is like, oh, love yourself no matter what size you are, blah, blah, blah. But then in turn, you have the, like, reverse argument that, like, if you're overweight to the point, it's like carving, you know, heart disease, high blood pressure. Yeah, 
then you actually don't love yourself because you're not taking care of yourself. Like, I'm not saying you need to be in the gym, like, pumping iron six times a week and, like, you know, doing all kinds of crazy shit. But you also need to, like, just take care of yourself if you really love yourself that much. That's my only point. I guess you gotta yeah. find where... But then also, like, free the nipple, like, do it I guess you gotta find, like, the happy medium between loving yourself and just being happy. Yeah. Because I don't necessarily think they go hand in hand. Very true. What do you mean by that? Somewhere along the line, you got to find the happy medium, like as a society. Because I don't think loving yourself and being happy are two of the same thing. Because you can love yourself, take care of your body, look great, or look exactly how you want. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're happy. So then you still got to do shit to be happy. That's true. Oh, and then vice versa. Yeah. You can be happy, but not, like, completely love yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. I see that. Good point. Makes sense. <laughs> Free. Um, I think we got to wrap this up soon, because Ez has a hard end time. Apparently. Just, and back to body hair. Of what? What time is it, Ez? 8.25? That's what, what you happened? need to be done? You need to be done at yeah, 8.25? take you out mm, five minutes to gather my stuff and go to the car and drive there. Uh, let's do wow. some four talk right. sports stuff real quick. Eagles won. That's all we need to really talk Nobody about. Really. No surprise. Nobody cares about that. They almost lost to a Falcons lost. Team. Falcons did lose though, Falcons so we'll just leave lose, it at so that. Back. Um, we clearly got to touch on AB bullying his way out of the Raiders and ended up on the best team in all the sports. I'm here for it. I've decided that's my official uh, take. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm not necessarily here for it, but uh, do what you got to do. So I think they'll win the Super Bowl, but I already thought that. And then after watching them beat the Steelers so easily, I've just oh been like God. reminded because I don't think the Steelers are going to be bad this year. I think they might win about ten games, and the Patriots just the did Steelers that to a ten win team. Bro, that like usually the Patriots are pretty good coming out of the gate, but like it's nothing crazy. No. But they looked fucking. The Patriots good on look Sunday like night. this off season, this whole off season, it looked like they had just came back from halftime of the Super Bowl. They just came out yeah. ready to play. I was like, "Yeah, damn." I was like, "Damn, I wish that was my team." They looked like shit coming out ready to play. My MVP, my MVP pick right now, Tom Brady. <laughs> and it sounds crazy. It's like, oh, that's normal. Nobody ever picks Tom Brady to win MVP because we got all these young gunners out here. Go ahead and my make Super your Super Bowl prediction predictions right now. My realistic one is the Patriots mm-hmm. versus the Saints. Patriots winning. My what I hope for is Patriots Falcons Falcons pulling it out. Mm, I'm gonna have to go Patriots Eagles just because you know I believe in the birds, but I see there's no way the Patriots don't come out of yeah, the it's AFC. Gonna be a for them. If they're looking, as long as everybody stays healthy and they're looking like this, bro. It's a, especially once they get AB out there. As long as AB doesn't like fuck shit up again. Bro, two of their starting offensive linemen didn't play because they're dealing with injuries right now, but they'll be back in the next two to three weeks. And their starting linebacker, Van Noy, who's dirty, was at his baby's birth. So they just going to keep getting better. And they're heading AB. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Gronk is coming back. Gronk will be back by November. Bro. Me and Sue got a bet on it. It's too easy. You'll get a ring for playing eight weeks of football. I mean, Gronk was at, he was at what, uh, Barstool. He, they were joking, he, they were joking, but he said like week 14. And I was like, damn, let's go. I hope oh, he does come back. come back. This is an easy ring to pad his stats. Oh, that was, and you know what? End of the day, no one's going to look. When you go look at the stats, you're not going to be like, damn, he didn't play yeah. that whole year. You're going to be like, oh, he got that super And he even said it. He was in the video. He was like, listen, we got AB. I'm not going to be double covered anymore. Like, come on. Bro, thank God. Um, the Dolphins are who we thought they were, clearly. Hold on. Hot take. Do you think the Patriots could go undefeated? Oh, no. I 100% think that they'll go – 14 and 2 or 15 and 1. I think they'll get to the end of the season and they'll start resting their players like they used to do back in the day when they're already 13 and 0, 14 mm. and 0. Because I don't think they want the pressure of having to go undefeated. I mean, let's let's see. They're first. Let's see. I'm not gonna lie, dude. They got kind of a cake schedule. Their hardest games are the probably. Yeah, I heard yeah. the, end of the, the back end is tricky, but it's not terrible. Because. I mean, listen to this. They're playing the Dolphins, then they go to the Jets. You know, the Jets at home, going to the Bills, going to the Redskins, Giants at home, going to the Jets, 
Browns at home, going to the Ravens, going to the Eagles, Cowboys at home, going to the Texans, Chiefs at home, going to the Bengals, Bills at home, Dolphins at home. Yeah, that, that last bit of schedule, probably after their bye week or whatever, is going to be tough. Dolphins were bad, as you said. Yeah, Aren't they always bad? Uh, Dolphins, yeah, they're never really good. No, no, no. They're a special type of bad this year. Yeah. They're, I was talking to my manager. I was like, bro, they're tanking for Tua, but they're still going to have the same team. Literally, next by year. depleting their roster of anybody talented, you realize there's all, you're only going to have one first round pick. So you're going to then draft him to then yeah. be around all these degenerates and probably get killed. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be the same thing like how the when the Browns used to draft a quarterback or even I, – like I hope it doesn't happen, but it could be like the Andrew Luck, Deshaun yeah. Watson kind of thing where you're just getting beat up back there because you don't have an offensive line. You traded your best offensive line. I was line. trying to explain to someone the other day why tanking in the NBA is so different than the NFL. And they're like, it's really not that mm-hmm. – I was like, no, in the NBA – you realistically, realistically, because you got like 14 players on the roster, nobody gives a fuck about the yeah. back four or five. You realistically got to be able to fill six to seven positions. And mm-hmm. with free agents, if you get a top pick, you get a number one pick, you can sign three or four free agents that year, and you only got to send five out there to play. So you got a realistic chance yeah. to turn around after taking one year in the NBA. Mm-hmm. The NFL, you got to send out 22 starters. Tanking doesn't realistically make sense. And it's a rule on yeah. your body, so you're going to need a good 10 decent backups. Like, And you are you have, like, what, 9, 10 draft picks? Yeah. But they're not all going to pan you're gonna out. You're going to probably cut three of your draft picks. Because five, yeah. six, seven aren't guaranteed to make the team. Exactly. And even the ones that you do draft might not be good. They just yeah, might, they might be, be shit. But it might take them a while to learn the offense or the defense. There's so much more. I hate to see what the Dolphins are doing. Uh, like, that's the part when it's – when you, you have to feel bad for Tua because you're going to go from Alabama to the shittiest yeah. teams. I do hate that about the NFL. I almost wish they'd just make a free agency out of college, which people talked about a little bit around draft time on sports centers and shit like that. The issue with that mm-hmm. is – I. People are talking about, like, the reason that wouldn't work and shit like that. But their main reasons would be, like, good players want to go to the best teams. But that, I don't think that's true. I think if you have, like, a salary cap on how much you can pay and how much you cannot pay these players, a lot of the good mm-hmm. teams, just like in free agency, they don't have money to bring in this talent at the level they want to. So it'll be, like, the middle of the pack teams that get the best players probably. And I'm not yeah. mad at 6-10, 7-9 uh, team getting who would have been the first pick of the draft. Because then that's all right. But you send the best player in college football to the worst team for two, three years, that could really kill their careers. All those quarterbacks who play for the Browns, I'm sure there might have been one or two of those boys who could have actually played if they were on a real team in a real organization. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like in basketball where you said where it's like, if you get a top draft pick, I mean, look at what LeBron did for Cleveland. Like, he was able to take that team to a fucking – the finals, like his first like couple yeah. years, you're not doing that if you're even if you're just a quarterback. Yep. I look at when JJ like if you go defense, JJ Watt, they, the fucking Texans were suddenly a fucking playoff team just because you got them. Why not? I get a whole fucking team effort. That's what makes it tricky. Who's the first coach that's going to get fired this year? First coach to get fired this year. Ugh. It's tricky because the NFL has become weird. They'll fire coaches now for one season, which they didn't used to do. You used to get two seasons guaranteed to try to instill it. Yeah. So if I had to mm, – I think it'll be Jay Gruden. They were talking today. I think it'll be Jay Gruden with the Ravens. Jay Gruden? Because he hasn't they were done talking about in like five, six seasons. They, I saw – you see on Undisputed, they were talking about Freddie Kitchen getting fired from the Browns. I was like, it's game. game yeah, no, that was crazy, but I did see them talking about that. And uh, did you see a lot of people were hype on uh, after all this shit happened with AB? They were like, damn, Mike Tomlin really is a great coach now. It's like, oh, okay, now he is. Mike Tomlin, I've always thought, was a good coach. I just, I don't know if the fact that he dealt with AB for all those years makes him better or not better. Because I think for to an extent, he created this monster by coddling him. Probably. Because fucking Ryan Clark said in an interview, 
that the AB that he saw at his end of his career in Pittsburgh and when AB started to become somebody is not the same AB who came in. Because this nigga was like a six-round draft pick. So he didn't start out as a diva. This happened over time, and they let him be this person. Well, I mean, that's just like getting your money. When you become like – you go from not shit to like hot shit, that's going to happen. Yeah, but the, Especially if no they should have checked you. him from the start. Yeah. I, do you think that he'll – Everyone is talking about if he'll make it through the season as a Patriot. I don't see why not. If he really want to win, if he really wants to win a chip, he'd be stupid to leave. I don't think he really wants to win a chip. I don't. Either he really wants to win a chip and he'll do good. Or he doesn't really give a fuck, but I don't know what he would then give a fuck about. But his tweets all summer was about him being a person and him being an individual. That's why it makes no sense that he's now going to the organization that silences individuals. Like, there's no individuality yeah. in that locker room. Gronk said fucking Tom Brady ain't even special in that locker room. Yeah, you're just normal person. So, I don't know. The only way I think this works out is if this was, like, a plan in cahoots the whole time. And if that's the case, the Patriots are going to have another huge scandal come this offseason when they get another Super Bowl. <laughs> Because they're going to say that they tampered. Because I almost think it's too convenient that this all played out. Well, I mean, they said he wanted to go to, uh, like, what was it? Belichick wanted to trade a first round of Pittsburgh, but they didn't want to give it to him. Yeah, so this screams like, hey, we talked to your agent. We can't get you here. But if you find a way to get out of Oakland, we got a spot for you. I mean, on first take, Drew Rosenhaus said he's very close to the Patriots organization. So, like, that could have easily That's what I think it is, man. And the oh, fact yeah. that they were ready to give a first-round pick is crazy. Yeah, because Belichick doesn't do that. But then they went and spent their first round on a receiver, so it's clear they really wanted a receiver. Yeah, and now he's on injured reserve. They still got their man. And he gave yeah. the Steelers nothing. They really won. Yeah. They did. No, I think uh, I think he'll be there. I just don't – I don't know why he would leave. Unless he does – he, like, fucks it up. The issue that I find with this is – Randy Moss, and people are, like, trying to compare it to when Randy Moss came to the Patriots. It was completely different because Randy Moss had, like, an offseason to prepare for the Patriots before that great 2007 year. And then yeah. the next issue, Randy Moss, maybe the best of all time, is a completely different receiver than A.B. Mm-hmm. Randy Moss was like a Julio DeAndre Hopkins. You're going to go deep. You're going to take the top off. You're going to run the top three routes of the tree, the seven, eight, and nine, which are the post the deep post and the fucking go. And you're going to make money doing that because they had Wes Welker, Gronk, and Hernandez to work all the in-between shit. Yeah. A.B. literally pretty much does exactly what Julian Edelman does. Josh Gordon fits more of what Randy Moss used to do in that offense. And I think Josh ain't losing his spot because Josh going to be a dog this year. Fuck yeah. Him. They've got all those running backs that they use as receivers. I really don't think A.B. going to have the numbers he wants to. He's oh, he's definitely the, not going to have the numbers. And he's not going to have the chemistry that Edelman has with fucking Brady. So he might have yeah. games where he gets like two, three catches. And I feel like if he goes half the season and he don't see himself in like the top ten in the receiving categories, that's going to be an issue. But none of those niggas are ever in the top ten outside of Edelman. He's only in the top ten catches. Never yards or yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, he just – I mean, Brady's just good about moving the ball around. But, I mean, again – when Randy was there, he what they t- did the touchdown record. Yeah, but that's so. that was the receiver Randy was. He would go over the top, go deep, and get it over defenders. And that was like ten years ago when Brady had a live arm. Hey, he was looking good on uh, Sunday. Yeah, but you he know was every quarterback I got to see what you yeah. look like week ten after you've been getting hit for nine weeks after you've been yeah, slinging we'll that it. bitch six hundred times in practice. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um. All right, as you got to go, right? Yeah, I'm getting dressed up. right now. All right, do you want to hit your uh, music in TV? Uh, TV, y'all got to watch Snowfall. That shit is great. Um, music, Where's the Love? I can't remember by the – no, Where's the Love at? I can't remember who it's by. It's a little bop I heard. This. All right, so for me this week, my music recommendation is Post Malone's new album, Hollywood's Bleeding. Um. There's a couple great tracks on there. I've listened to it through a couple times, and there wasn't really a bad song on there, so I would highly recommend that. 
As far as TV, I just started rewatching New Girl. Because um, that show is just classic. Like, there is not an episode that hasn't made me laugh. So that one's always a go-to. Um, TV-wise, I heard The Boys on Amazon's real good. I gotta check that out. Oh, Ethan keeps telling me about The Boys. I heard that shit is good. Yeah, it's like superheroes, but they're like real, right. just like vile about the shit they do. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's like for hire. Yeah, they get like paid by like big like cities and shit. Yeah. I feel like it's the probably the most realistic way superheroes would be in our society. That's what I'm finna be. <laughs> exactly. Um music, uh haven't really listened to anything. So again, as always, just shout out the podcast, let people know. Uh we're starting to put our stuff up on YouTube. I only got like six episodes. Uh so it'll it'll be a slow process, but you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Porch Talk on YouTube. Um, and I think that's about it. Paige got kicked out again. I don't know why this keeps happening, <laughs> but we're just gonna wrap it up. Uh, thank you for listening as always. We'll be back next week. Peace.